The Future of Journalism, Episode 10. A voluntary certification program for journalists has taken a major step forward with a collaboration by the Ethics Centre and the Alliance for Journalist Freedom to develop the proposal. This follows the Alliance proposing such a scheme in November last year. On this World Press Freedom Day, we invite conversation from our peers, journalists, lawyers, politicians and others about developing such a scheme. I'm Peter Wilkinson, Chair of the Alliance for Journalist Freedom, and in this interview with the Executive Director of the Ethics Centre, Dr Simon Longstaff, I canvass the future of journalism, the Voluntary Certification Programme, and also the proposed Media Freedom Act. Simon Longstaff, are you an optimist or a pessimist on the future of journalism? I'm an optimist. And I'm an optimist for a very good reason. I think that the central purpose of journalism continues to be, and will continue to be, of very significant importance to any society which has a regard for the role that is played by truth and also the need to hold, to some degree, the powerful in check. And I don't think that need goes away um, just because the powerful say that they don't like it doesn't go away because people don't necessarily value it. It's an enduring requirement, I think, for human societies that are hoping to flourish. I'm sure you'd agree that um, it's going to change dramatically in the next 20 years. How should it look? How should journalism look in 10 to 20 years? Well, let's just test the proposition about what it is that's going to change. The purpose is not going to change. The defining good that journalists seek to achieve, which is namely the truth, to seek it out, to publish it, and then on the basis of that truth to enable citizens, say in a democracy like ours, to hold people accountable, it's just not going to change. What might change is the various practices or platforms or other things that journalists use to go about their craft. But that, I think, in 20 years, will quite possibly look different. There'll be different means. So journalists, for example, may have a much greater array of tools available to them. They might, for example, be using big data and AI to interrogate public databases that compare what people said at one point to what they say today or do today to compare the difference between what people claim and what they actually do, and at least to be able to put the question, why the difference? Can you explain this? It might be that you find journalists being assisted by expert systems that gather together all sorts of facts, but they'll still need someone like the journalist who can bring a human mind to bear, who can say, why is important? What does it deal with that are central to the interests of the people involved? And it's up to journalists to decide whether or not they want to continue to fulfill that function. What do you mean it's up to journalists? Well, it's ultimately up to journalists to, to say, do they want to take this on? Do they see a value in truth? Not just a kind of a, a throwaway line, which you might have over a dinner party or something like that, but actually something that they care about so much that they devote their careers to it, to seeking it out, to try and make sense of the world, that they care about being beaten up from time to time by the powerful and the wealthy who don't like being exposed to scrutiny. Do they, do they still have the courage of their commitment to do that? The thing that will bring down journalism will not be publishers, it won't be governments, it will be journalists themselves losing their ticker. 
not well that's in fact what's been happening hasn't it no, not because they've lost their ticket ticker but just but because the money's flowed out of journalism um so there there are less journalists having to do more stories across more channels yeah and that's a that's a big question for society if it's a bit like you know why do we have public health uh, why do we have legal aid why do we have any of these things which guarantee things which are essentially good for society you need to invest enough as a society in things like truth and in things like accountability to maintain the quality and character of, of that society you have. I mean, some people think, look, you, you know, I know there are some who say, well, you could do away with journalism. You just have radical transparency, throw everything open. Anybody can look into any nook or cranny at any point in time. The trouble with that is that actually what would happen is we would all be swamped in this rising tide of of data, it, it probably wouldn't even amount to information, let alone knowledge. And so who are the people who take this in, try and make sense of it and shape it? Well, journalists do that. When they're doing their job properly, you know, when they're the really serious part, rather than the people who just put a tag on, say, oh, I'm a journalist, and then just, you know, don't actually discharge any of those obligations at all. Uh, I know it's tough when it's something which is not yet found its business model to sustain it. But I think we'll sort it out because deep down, we're, that is, we as society will we'll give people the choice. You know, it'll be a, a legitimate choice. Yes, I want to be a, a journalist and yes, I can subsist. You know, I may not be the richest person in society, but I can get by, I can live a good life. And the other thing about this, Peter, which I think is probably going to help, and this is a much larger change that's going to affect society, is that I would bet that because of the effects of automation, AI, robotics, and all the rest, that we will eventually get to a point where something like a universal basic income is introduced into societies like Australia. And we'll certainly be wealthy enough to afford it. And I don't think there'll be enough jobs in the traditional sense to go around, but there'll be plenty of work. Yeah, so from the audience's point of view, the issue is about the trustworthiness of journalists, which mm. brings us to certification and you, the Ethics Centre, and the Alliance for Journalist Freedom are collaborating on the con building, developing the concept of a certification, a voluntary certification program for journalists. Where does that fit into the matrix for the future, do you think? Well, it comes back to the central purpose of journalism I mentioned at the beginning, but also, as I just mentioned, that there are a lot of people who quite like saying, well, I'm a journalist, and they'll get their accreditation badge, but they're just not willing to do any of the things that journalists really have to do. And it's kind of, you know, it's a bit of a con in some senses for some people. But no one's suggesting that they be knocked out of the profession or the industry. I mean, there'll be plenty of people like that always. This initiative is rather for those who say, we want to commit to the excellence of our craft. So no one's forced to do it. Look, the model, it's so obvious, it's around us all everywhere else. Uh, if you look at someone who, say, studies medicine, they can go in and they can practice medicine and you know, they can be whatever they want to be as long as they stay within the lanes that you know, the various regulatory authorities hold. And in return for that, you know, doing the right thing, they're given certain privileges. You know, society does confer privileges on people who choose not just to act on self-interest but to discharge professional obligations, to subordinate their self-interest, to serve the interests of others. But some of them say, actually, we want to be known for our excellence. 
So what are we going to do? Well, we're going to study some more. We're going to commit to certain ethical frameworks. We're prepared to be judged by our peers. And so you will see some doctors who will become fellows, say in the Royal College of Surgeons or general practitioners or physicians, there's a long list of them. You'll see this with other engineers, you'll see it in other professions. So all we've been saying is, if as a journalist at the top of your game or wanting to get there, you're willing to allow yourself to be recognised for excellence and you're willing to do the work, including being judged by your peers on this question, then there should be a way to know that. And what I hope would happen then is that the world, that is, you know, citizens like me and, and, and others, would look for those names. And so actually, in that case, we, we can really rely on what they're saying. And this isn't about turning journalists all into kind of serious-minded people. This is true for people who write about sport and business. Some of them will be having a really light touch. Some of them will be deeply serious. It's not about cramming everybody into a, a single mould. It's saying there is a basic standard of excellence, which the profession itself can define, that it can use to recognise that excellence in others, and where people who enter into this, in return for that recognition, hold each other to account. Yeah. So the Alliance for Journalist Freedoms sees it as sort of three legs on a stool. On one leg is a certification program that raises standards. The second leg is about what is journalism, who's in and who's out, because the future won't necessarily be about people who are employed by the Australian or the age. There'll be many more niche publications and experimental journalism. On the third leg is a Media Freedom Act, which kind of ties it all together so that judges and others have an understanding of the role of journalism in society, which it doesn't have at the moment. Is that how you see it? I do, because it's a completely unremarkable sort of proposition. I mean, society, as I said, is always saying to those people who make these additional commitments that they will recognise that they do so in the public interest and they're through a kind of social compact. So the most recent case you might know, and people could see, is around financial advisors. They used to be, in many cases, sales agents for particular companies with particular products. And a few years ago, the federal government decided that they needed to have an accelerated arc towards becoming a profession. And so they put in place various regulatory, educational, ethical, a whole lot of different standards. But what they've also said is you can't call yourself a financial advisor in public if you don't meet those standards. Just like you can't go and whip out somebody's appendix on the kitchen table. You know, there are certain things you can't do unless you meet the criteria. And so the notion that you provide some kind of recognition of say, press freedom is in the same order and attaching the same kind of privileges which correspond to the responsibilities that journalists actually commit to. Remember, when a government does something like that for financial advisors or doctors or potentially for journalists, it's never doing it because they're saying, oh, let's do a favour for the doctors or the financial advisors or the journalists. They're only ever doing it, as is quite appropriate in a democracy, because to do so is in the public interest. It's some public good that is secured by entering into that social compact, whether it's health or better advice, including for those who've got the least means to pay for it, or in this case, truth. And, and the great thing here is, I and mean, this is why government struggled a bit, is that 
they don't always like the truth, they don't like the accountability, but if they set aside their individual political or personal interest and ask what's best for society and one like us, then that's what you do. But the journos who could always make that case and have made that case in the past, link going back to that second leg, the certification leg, this is the journos saying to their society, don't just give it to us because we ask for it. And don't don't even just give it to us because you reckon it's in your own interest. Give it to us because we're willing as a group, at least our leaders are, to make this extraordinary commitment to go for certification and with all the conditions it has in place. Yeah, one of the difficulties we face is that governments are reluctant to do anything that is likely to give journalists more power because, as you know, it's often thought that journalists have the potential to tip people out of government. Well, that's that's true, but this will sound it's an increasingly radical suggestion, but the role of politicians is not to protect themselves from their society and to sort of rig the whole system so that they're not held to account. They're supposed to act in the public interest, which includes from time to time, they're supposed to expose themselves to risk and difficulty in the discharge of that public interest. And one of the checks and balances that we put in place is to have a strong profession of journalism. So I know, I, I mean, you know, who, I mean, we've, I don't know if you've been through it, I've been through it, where the, kind, of the, kind of the journalist comes up and they ask you the really difficult question, you think, oh God, why do they have to be doing it now? And it's just made my life more miserable than it needed to be, you know, when you've made a mistake or something like that. But even though in the moment you may say, what a pain in the bum, you know that it's actually a vitally important thing that that be done, even if you don't like it for yourself at that particular point. And the difference here, I think, in this kind of notion of the three legs is you've got a group of journalists, and it'd be interesting to see how many actually want to do this, who are saying, yeah, okay, we understand that it's not just about us asking, but we're going to give something back. You know, we're, we're really going to take this seriously. And that's, that's kind of a pretty good thing to do, and it's what you might expect. Simon Longstaff, interesting as always. Thank you very much on World Press, Press Freedom Day. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Peter.